What's happening, everybody? On today's show, the latest on quarterback news in the SEC is Alabama adds Tyler Buckner to the mix. Auburn is eyeing a name in the transfer portal, and the SEC justifies uh, or continues to make history with players getting drafted. We'll give you some of the highlights from SEC guys that went over the weekend in the 2023 NFL Draft. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. It's great to have you guys along. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. Well, without further ado, let's jump right into it. Boots out to the right. Makes the handoff. What a catch! Around the conference. As we start with news over at Auburn. As the Auburn Tigers are getting a uh, or eyeing a quarterback in the transfer portal, as Casey Thompson, according to multiple reports, has uh, entered his name into the portal and uh, is eyeing the Auburn Tigers. The former Nebraska quarterback entered the portal this past week, and the transfer market obviously nothing new for Thompson, who is a graduate transfer who uh, started his career at Texas, played there, and then transferred to Nebraska. And uh, he will be a graduate transfer. We'll have immediate eligibility for a new school starting with this season. And if you go back and look at his numbers last year at Nebraska, he went 10 of 12 or started 10 of 12 games at Nebraska, completed 63% of his passes there, thrown for 2,400 yards, 17 touchdowns, and had five rushing touchdowns as well. He became the fifth quarterback in program history with three games of 300 yard passing, 300 yards passing in a season. And he ended his Nebraska career on a high note. He uh, threw for almost 300 yards and three touchdowns in a win over rival Iowa. If you go back a couple weeks ago when Auburn was going through their spring practices, we know the quarterbacks, you know, they were um, talking about, you know, trying to adjust and learn this new playbook, learn the new Philip Montgomery and Hugh Freeze offense. And Hugh Freeze said at the time, you know, he felt better about Robbie Ashford and the rest of the quarterbacks at the end of spring ball as opposed to when they first started. But... He admitted that there was still a way to go uh, before anybody really solidified themselves as the guy. And look, if I'm just going to give my opinion based on what we've seen from Casey Thompson in his college career, I think he's better than anybody Auburn ha- has on the roster right now, whether it's Holden Garrett or TJ Finley or um, Robbie Ashford. I think that Casey Thompson would be an upgrade there. And honestly, when you look at his play, I think it fits a Hugh Freeze, Philip Montgomery offense. So. We'll see. Uh, Reports are that Casey Thompson has Auburn near the top of his list of schools that he would like to uh, transfer to. And so if Hugh Freeze and Philip Montgomery and teams say give him the green light, hopefully they can convince him to come there. And uh, I think that would be a big upgrade for Auburn. So we'll continue to track it uh, as of this recording. Obviously, things can change constantly as they typically do. But as of this recording, uh, Casey Thompson has not made a decision, but all that could change very, very soon. And Speaking of, we did have something that changed very quickly last week. You know, we were recording on Thursday morning last week, our recruiting segment with our buddy John Garcia. And, you know, we talked about the possibility of Tyler Buckner going to transferring from Notre Dame to Alabama. And lo and behold, 
He did. The heralded transfer quarterback Tyler Buckner left Notre Dame last week, and he's heading to Alabama. He announced his decision late uh, on Thursday. And look, he was the best quarterback in the transfer portal, according to some. And he is expected to have three seasons of eligibility remaining. He started last season as uh, Notre Dame's starting quarterback before getting hurt in the second game. He did come back for the Gator Bowl, where he threw or accounted for five touchdowns in Notre Dame's win over uh, South Carolina, which was a shootout. And, you know, look, Tyler Buckner makes a lot of sense with his connection and familiarity with Tommy Reese as Alabama's new offensive coordinator. Buckner flew out to Bama and visited uh, the campus last Wednesday, and uh, Tommy Reese really likes him. And so in his first season as Alabama's offensive coordinator, he will get a guy who uh, has experience and knows how to run his uh, his system. And, you know, this could be, I, I, and I'll keep saying this as well, this could be just a, a move by Nick Saban and company to push uh, Jalen Milrow and, and Ty Simpson to be the better versions of themselves and, and really uh, add another quarterback to that room who can help push those guys. But uh, obviously, uh, Buckner, um, you know, transferring in, if you read, you know, reports it says according to a source Tyler Buckner came away from his meeting with Nick Saban very impressed I don't know who wouldn't be uh, but Buckner had other visits lined up and he canceled them because he said look Saban and Alabama gave me such a strong impression this is where I'm going and uh, you know Saban had recruited him coming out of high school so they had some familiarity there but this will be very interesting now as we head into the summer months and uh, you know obviously when we get to SEC media days and then heading into the uh, fall ball man who is going to be Alabama's quarterback? That is the biggest question. And, you know, it's funny when you see some of the betting odds that are coming out, so many people that are high on Alabama and think they can win a national championship. It just seems odd that here we sit at this point, we don't know who their starting quarterback is. Is it going to be Jalen Milrow, Ty Simpson, or now uh, Tyler Buckner coming in from Notre Dame? We will see. Uh, Ty Simpson, by the way, you know, he appeared in just three games for the Tide last season. He was the number two dual threat quarterback, uh, according to some of the recruiting services coming out last year. And then, obviously, Milrow, the dual threat quarterback, who played a good bit last year and, and uh, behind Bryce Young. And then uh, a couple games where Bryce Young was banged up, he got some good playing time. So we will see there. All right. And other SEC news Auburn is. Uh, they are losing an edge defender who has entered the transfer portal, according to reports. A former top 100 recruit from two classes ago, Dylan Brooks, spent two years with the Tigers, was the highest-rated signee for their for the program in the class of 2021. He was initially a Tennessee signee before being granted a release from his national letter of intent in February 2021 and ended up at Auburn. But uh, during last season, he served as a backup to Derek Hall at that Jack linebacker spot, played nine games, finished with Six tackles, one fumble recovery. So we'll see where the six foot four, 245 pound Dylan Brooks ends up. Uh, Vanderbilt transfer Elijah McAllister, and of course their uh, big time linebacker signee Keldrick Falk, and his classmate Brent Williams are the only remaining scholarship players on the roster at that position for Auburn. And uh, one other roster note over at Alabama, uh, Jaquels Robinson, the defensive back who uh, hit the transfer portal. He announced on Saturday he is transferring to Colorado, where he will get to play for Deion Sanders. Over to Ole Miss, their linebacker, uh, Reginald 
Hughes, or was entering the transfer portal, and now he's had a change of heart, according to reports. He withdrew his name a couple of days ago, and uh, he is sticking around with the Rebels. And one other note, LSU is reportedly uh, narrowing their focus on their defensive line coach, and it sounds like they are going to get South Carolina defensive line coach Jimmy Lindsey And uh, that sounds like that deal will become official very soon. So we will uh, keep track of that. All right. Thank you guys so much for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. I want to remind you this episode is presented to you by our friends over at FanDuel. Look, uh, Grand Slams and No Hitters, they're all back. Baseball is here. And there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. You just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, go sign up, place your first bet, and you get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. So don't miss your chance. Go to FanDuel right now. Go get that no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Again, uh, the website, FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's where you go to sign up. Take advantage of all their great sign-up bonuses that they got going on there. It is FanDuel. They are the official partner of Major League Baseball. Continue on here on Locked On SEC. And we had the NFL draft over the weekend. My goodness, so much to recap, so much to jump into. So let's dive right into it. And we start with this marks the 17th consecutive year that the SEC led all conferences in having the most players drafted into the NFL. The SEC set the record for the most players drafted from one conference in 2021 and 2022 with 65 players. This year, the conference had 62 players selected, and the SEC just always leads the way. We start with the first round on Thursday night. Uh, The SEC and Big Ten actually tied with nine picks apiece. Uh, Of course, the nine SEC players in the first round highlighted by Bryce Young, who went number one overall, Will Anderson, who went number three overall, both those guys from Bama. Of course, Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson went fourth to the Colts. Jalen Carter from Georgia didn't fall that far. He went ninth to the Eagles. Darnell Wright from Tennessee went tenth to the Bears. Jameer Gibbs from Bama went twelfth to the Lions. Uh, Broderick Jones, Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi State, and Nolan Smith from Georgia, of course, all rounded out the first round. But this is the eighth straight draft the SEC had where they at least tied for the most first-round picks, and that is just uh, that's one that you can't just glance over even if you're a college football fan and not the biggest NFL fan you still have to at least respect and acknowledge the SEC is cranking out per capita more NFL talent than anybody else and it's just you know where the best players play and the best football is played the SEC um, also celebrated another NFL milestone two days after two days of the NFL draft you had Bryce Young Anthony Richardson Hendon Hooker Will Levis the SEC became the first conference to have four quarterbacks drafted in the first three rounds in the common draft era. Of course, Richardson and Young were selected in the first four picks, but we had to wait a little while until Will Levis and Hendon Hooker were off the board. The Titans traded up and took Will Levis with the 33rd overall pick. But, you know, look, it was part of a story where Will Levis fell, man. He was expected to be, but projected by many to be a a first-round pick and, and even really a top 15 pick. People thought, oh, if he falls, it'll be... To the middle or you know back into the first round and it just didn't happen for him so uh the titans 
Uh, they traded up and took Will Levis. And then uh, Hendon Hooker was also projected to go high in this draft by some. And yeah, he's, of course, 25 years old, returning from knee injury, but also considered to be the best deep ball bat passer in the draft. And, uh, of course, only turned the ball over five times, five interceptions with the Vols. And uh, Will Levis uh, seems to be in a good spot there with Tennessee. And Hendon Hooker seems to be in a pretty good spot in Detroit, sitting behind starting quarterbacks, right? Tannehill in Tennessee and Jared Goff in Detroit. And I think both those guys can benefit, whether it's Levis and, and Hooker. If they could sit and learn for some time and develop behind those starters that are there, I think they, could, they have a really good shot to uh, – be good players down the road and start eventually. Another SEC quarterback in Stetson Bennett. He went 128th overall to the Los Angeles Rams, where he will get to sit and learn behind fellow Georgia quarterback Matthew Stafford. So kind of a cool thing there. The two Georgia quarterbacks get together with the Rams. And another irony, uh, the last time Stetson played at SoFi Stadium, he won a national championship. And now that's where... Uh, the Ram, you know, he'll be with the Rams playing his home games there. Uh, SEC quarterbacks uh, had the most uh, quarterbacks like the NFL draft, like we said, the most from the conference since 1971. The SEC also has the most players drafted for the 17th straight year. Uh, other highlights from the draft with the SEC: Tennessee Volunteer wide receivers went back-to-back picks, 73 and 74, as Jalen Hyatt went to the New York Giants, and one pick later, Cedric Tillman was drafted by the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Bryce Young, he got Ole Miss wide receiver Jonathan Mingo. Uh, the, the Panthers drafted him in the second round, so he will uh, get Mingo to target. But if you look at Bryce Young's weapons now in Carolina, he's got an Ole Miss wide receiver in Mingo. He's got two LSU wide receivers in Terrace Marshall and DJ Chark, and a South Carolina wide receiver in Shai Smith, so pretty cool there. I like this stat for Alabama and Nick Saban, a crazy stat. Nick Saban, in his time at Alabama, he now has 44 first-round picks and has only lost 27 games in that time. So more first-round picks than losses in his time in Alabama. That is nutso. But the craziest thing to me that transpired these last two years, the Philadelphia Eagles, they just seem to have an infatuation with Georgia Georgia Bulldogs. Just a year ago, the Eagles took Jordan Davis 13th overall and N'Kobe Dean 83rd overall. This year, they take Jalen Carter 9th overall and Nolan Smith at the back end of the first with the 30th overall pick. But they did not stop there. In the fourth round, they traded up to go get Georgia corner Keely Ringo. And also over the weekend, they traded with the Lions to acquire former Georgia running back DeAndre Swift. You know, you have to beg the question. Is Kirby Smart going to go coach the Eagles at some point? It is crazy how many Georgia players that they've added, particularly on that defense. And you consider Alabama guys they have. They've got quarter, you know, Jalen Hurts at quarterback, Devontae Smith at receiver, Landon Dickerson at guard, Josh Job. Uh, then they've got A.J. Brown from Ole Miss, Fletcher Cox from Mississippi State, just loaded with SEC guys there in Philly. Conversely, Houston Texans, they like their Alabama guys. Of course, they've got their new head coach in D'Amico Ryans, former Crimson Tide linebacker. They drafted wide receiver John Mechie and linebacker Christian Harris in the draft last year. This year, they take Will Anderson third overall. And then in the fifth round, they go grab fellow Alabama linebacker Henry Toa Toa. So, kind of cool there. Just a few other notable picks I liked in this draft. Auburn's Derek Hall went 37th overall to the Seahawks. He was a guy a lot of people thought could go in the first round. LSU's B.J. Ojolari went to the Cardinals at 41st pick. Devon Shane from AM, he went 84th to the Dolphins. Tank Bigsby, the Auburn running back, went 88th to the Jaguars. 
Georgia tight end Darnell Washington fell all the way to the 93rd pick to the Steelers. And LSU wide receiver Kayshawn Booty, he fell all the way to 187 to the Patriots. So let's see what he can do there. And Kentucky running back Chris Rodriguez went 193 to the Commanders. And lastly, just want to say congrats to all the guys we've had on Locked on SEC in the past year. Will Anderson, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, Derek Hall, Zach Pickens, Tyler Steen, Hendon Hooker, Cameron Latou. All those guys have joined us in the last year. Congrats to all of them on getting drafted. It's uh, quite an honor. And uh, thank you guys so much for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. I want to keep reminding you to keep listening throughout the week as we'll continue to recap uh, a lot of cool stuff that happened with the draft, as well as some of our spring game notes and the quarterback craziness happening. Road along here, Locked on SEC. And uh, just one more segment to go. I wanted to bring this up. As uh, Bleacher reports, Zach Buckley put out his way-too-early 2024 NFL draft projections. And this is kind of a fun deal because... You know, obviously with the uh, SEC and all the players that, uh, you know, we have uh, to watch this year, guys that we're going to highlight and keep an eye on throughout 2023 that we think could be big impact players. We want to keep an eye on just because, you know, the NFL's keeping an eye as well. And they see talent and they see guys that they think are going to go very high next year. But Zach Buckley, as of now, it's always fun to look way far ahead because, you know, this time a year ago, I think we were talking about, you know, Will Anderson was very highly thought of and, you know, Jalen Carter, among others, and that didn't really change. But as of now, Zach Buckley has eight SEC players projected to go in round one next year. Now, I think that's low. Obviously, that's on the low side. There's going to be other guys who jump up and stand out this year who are going to find their way into the first round. But let's just kind of take a look at some of the guys he thinks can go in next year's draft. He's got fourth overall, uh, Dallas Turner, the edge out of Alabama. So, no surprise there. A lot of people think he will be a top five player in next year's draft, following in the footsteps of Will Anderson. Coming in at number seven, he's got Kool-Aid McKinstry, the Alabama corner. He's got him projected, uh, well, he puts teams projected. He's got Dallas Turner to the Tennessee Titans, Kool-Aid McKinstry to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Obviously, there's no way to know uh, what teams are going to end up that because we don't know how the NFL season is going to play out this year. Uh, but top eight. And I'm just wondering if this is too low. At number eight, he's got Brock Powers from Georgia. Look, Brock Powers is thought to be, you know, the best tight end uh, to come out in, in quite some time. Obviously, since uh, you know when uh, Florida's uh, tight end went to the uh, to the Atlanta Falcons just a couple of years ago, he was drafted top five. Kyle Pitts was so. You know, I, I would not be surprised if Brock Bowers ends up doing the same. So maybe eight is a little low to me for Brock Bowers. Again, some people say you just never take a tight end top five, and you hold true to that philosophy. But I think Brock Bowers is just a difference maker. He's a Travis Kelsey-esque type tight end, Gronkowski, whatever, just a playmaker. Uh, other guys he's got going in the first round, Kamari Lassiter, the Georgia DB. He's got him going number 10 overall in next year's draft. Coming at number 15, so middle of the first, he's got big Mason Smith, the D-lineman from LSU, who, you know, was poised to have a monster year last year and gets hurt on the first drive of the season against Florida State and set out the whole rest of the year and we never saw him again. So high expectations for Mason Smith. Let's see if he can get back to form and have a monster year this year for LSU. Coming at number 18, he's got J.C. Latham, the Alabama offensive lineman. At number 20, he's got Terry and Arnold, the Alabama corner. So obviously he thinks there's a lot of Alabama talent that is going to go in the first round next year. And then rounding out, just sneaking at the back end of the first 
at the last pick of the first round. He's got pick number 32, Jason Marshall, cornerback out of Florida, sneaking into the first round. So, again, just one guy's opinions. Opinion, Zach Buckley of Bleacher Report. His very early 2024 projections with eight SEC standouts going in round one next year. I just think it's that's low ball. And look, if you think Alabama's going to get four guys, great, but I don't think Georgia's going to have just two, right, just based on what they've had the last two years of so many guys getting drafted, particularly in the first round. I think only Brock Bowers and Kamari Lasser will be the only Georgia football players drafted in the first round of next year's draft. I just think there are more guys that are going to have that potential there. So something fun to just throw around and kick around as we uh, head into the uh, – the summer months here and obviously we'll still be digesting tons of stuff when it comes to the sec and uh spring ball and the transfer portal and everything else we'll see what happens with auburn and their quarterback spot do any other sec teams uh add a, a grad transfer quarterback or something like that we'll be kept keeping track of it all for you right here on locked on sec thank you guys so much for making locked on sec your first listen every day Reminder, you can uh, subscribe to our podcast and check us out. We're here for you multiple times a week, talking all things SEC football. And later this week, we are going to be joined by an Arkansas offensive lineman and Tykeus Crawford. So you make sure you check that out. If you're an Arkansas fan or just a fan of the SEC, you want to hear what he has to say about how spring ball went at Arkansas and looking forward ahead to next season as Dan Enos takes over that offense with KJ Jefferson back at quarterback. Could see a different Arkansas offense, maybe a more – High, uh, uh, high tempo, improved offense for Arkansas next year. We will see. But we'll talk about that later in the week. This has been Locked on SEC. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every day. And shout out to our everydayers who keep checking us out every single day. I'm Chris Gordy. This has been Locked on SEC.